Between the kids being home and hosting, everything in our house gets used up in summer. With Instacart, I can save money by stocking up on all my favorite summer brands. I save time by getting everything delivered in as fast as an hour. And I save myself a sink full of dirty dishes by stocking up on paper plates for the annual summer cookout. Save more on summer essentials? Spend more time enjoying summer. Add summer to cart. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome to the Five Heart Podcast Live. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko. Joining me is, nope, nope, sorry, let's do it. This guy over here, uh, John Dam Johnston. Cut your hair, you fucking hippie. No. I've been telling that for a year, Tweety. It's not working. And, uh, (laughs) of course, down here we've got uh, Ryan Tweety. And Aaron Rostowski jumping in already uh, in the chat saying, Greetings from the press box of the Chuck. Yes, the Nebraska Big Ten baseball game at uh, Charles Schwab Stadium in Omaha is in a rain delay. One-to-one against uh, Maryland. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're glad Aaron's here. Aaron, if we knew that you were going to be uh, uh, having all this free time, then... We we would have just had you chime in with us live. Uh, Fred says, don't trash uh, talk John's hair. John Keeley's, although I think he might be conflating a mythological figure with an Old Testament figure, Samson. It was Samson who had the uh, uh, hair that provided the strength. And then when it was cut, he lost the strength. They weren't paying attention. They let it grow back. And that's when he pulled the pillars down on those Evil, evil doers. Was he the guy that slew like 200 men with a jaw of an ass? I don't know. <laughs> but you can read more about it in, uh, I want to say, Judges? Old Testament. Look up the Old Testament uh, book of Judges. So. That, okay. You mean like right now? Yeah, John. <laughs> let, let's let's turn this from a Nebraska Cornhusker show into a Bible study. All right, an Old Testament Bible study. I'm a okay, I'm a Scientologist, so I'm not going to do that. I would like to read to you about um, from the book of L. Ron Hubbard. I I'm not sure if that's sarcasm or if that's truth. It's sarcasm. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, Fred Fred says uh, whatever if you cut John's hair what's the worst that happens he can't slay 200 men with the jaw of a Pelini <laughs> there you go uh, so if you're wondering like Greg your background looks different what's going on why does it look like you're in a hotel room I'm in a hotel room which means I don't sleep well uh, and you may occasionally because the desk is right next to the air conditioner you may occasionally hear the air conditioner pop on. I'm in Bardstown, Kentucky, which is in the bourbon land, bourbon bowl. Um, so if you like bourbon, Venmo me money, and I'll buy bourbon. Oh, for yourself? 
technically all bourbon is made in Kentucky. True. I, what? Anything okay. that's not made in Kentucky and called bourbon is bullshit. It has to be. What? There was actually a bourbon I county. Saw, I saw it on Hulu. Um, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was like like an hour long, maybe hour hour and change uh, uh, documentary about bourbon, and it's got to be like fifty one percent corn uh, as the grain, and and then you know it, it has to adhere to strict uh, rules to be actually called bourbon instead and, of whiskey. And so from Bourbon County, Kentucky. I did not know this. Just like the Champagne Isles of France, if it's not from there, it's not Champagne. Well, on the way into Bardstown, we did pass the Jim Beam Distillery, and also Four Roses. If those, if you're Bourbonites out there, and uh, obviously I think more people are familiar with Jim Beam than Four Roses. Uh, Fred says that the green, which is the color of the wall behind me, uh, looks like John's bile after a Husker loss. John, tell us about the color of your bile. I think it's, but I, oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> it's this is this is the end of May, but this is the peaceful season. Yeah, it's the off season. In, in, in ninety days, we're gonna get all like at least I am. I know that. <sighs> Tweety, your room looks a lot better. It looks it looks like, you know what? That looks like a room that you could tie somebody up in, and you know. <laughs> I mean, technically, you can tie somebody up in any room. That's well, true. Yeah, but that would be a good like movie set type person up in a room. <laughs> I remember when I was in college, this girl came up. No. <laughs> well, I know everybody's gonna say, "Greg, you're in uh, in the bourbon bowl. Uh, you got to be drinking bourbon." I I don't I don't partake of of liquor. Uh, it doesn't agree with me. Um, before Fred asks, I am drinking Killian's. Uh, I've been drinking off and on. This is a work trip, so I've been drinking a lot. Um, let's see. Let's see what else I've been drinking. This was actually very good. Uh, this is from Country Boy Brewing, and I believe it's a Kentucky-based uh, uh, beer or brewery. This is the Keeneland Lager, 5.5% ABV, uh, brewed in celebration of the spring season at Keeneland. I don't know what that means, but uh, um, that was a good beer. It's just, you know, I've been drinking off and on for the last four and a half hours, so... This is gonna be a fun, okay. fun evening. Okay. Uh, also, I'm in a hotel room, so I feel I, 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 out of respect, maybe I can't yell, but I don't yell anyway because I'm usually underneath sleeping children. So, um, yeah. How are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. I got my wife a Peloton for Mother's Day, so. Oh wow! In today. Did you did you get it yet? Yeah, it came in today. Oh, okay, that's what you said. Yeah. Oh. Who right. used it first, Tweety? Her. Okay. And then I used it, destroyer score. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like you. Yeah. Now I know it, and and I know because I, I'm a, a long time listener, first time caller, and uh, other listeners out there with the Big Red Copcast know that Tweety used to uh, get into uh, some of the minutia. Of and the granular details of lifting, uh, Tweety. It looks like you're in your workout room there. Uh, I, no, not. I mean, your yeah, your home gym here. Yeah, I only use. They're from COVID. I actually can go to my gym now. I go to my nice. I go to a CrossFit gym, so I do that like four or five times a week. And I'm Fred, the of all my friends. 
Fred says, a husband of the year. You are, Tweety. Did you get her a swear belt also? I don't know what that is. I don't know either. <laughs> so, no. Unless it's like my dick. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You're bro. wrapping around her. <laughs> hey, we can hide her yeah. up here. This is going to be a fun show. Uh, um, <laughs> well, we do have things to talk about, and I'm glad that, in at least in the comments, uh, sw- he, you said swear belt the first time, Fred. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Um, I'm glad Aaron is here in the comments. Uh, Yes, the Nebraska baseball team is in a rain delay with Maryland at uh, Charles Schwab Field there in Omaha. Big Ten play. But uh, they've already been in action uh, in the Big Ten tournament uh, this week, beating, was it Rutgers, I believe, correct, John? Yes. Perfect. And that was a close game. But it was a win. I mean, Rutgers got sent home already, so, you know, they're out of there. I think Illinois was the first team out. Michigan yeah. uh, is uh, – who do they got next? They got Iowa next. And Iowa has not lost yet, so, uh, yeah. It, it would be nice for Nebraska to get this win over Maryland and stay in the winner's bracket because that's where you want to be in these tournaments. These tournaments can get brutal. The, the, I mean, the rain delay is on right now. And the way that the radar looked is that they're not going to – I don't know how soon this game would be able to be started again. And they'll probably play this game tonight, even if they started at, like, midnight. Todd and Aaron will know the Big Ten rules. I think that you can't start – well, they're in the seventh inning, though. They could probably still play the rest of this game, even if they did it at 3 a.m. But the loser of this game has to play again tomorrow morning. So yeah. that would suck. Speaking of cranky Todd, he says it's not a rain delay. It's a lightning delay, and I'm supposed to get it right. I was going by the information that John provided, you well, crusty old prick. So It's a lightning delay. I mean, they, you know, when they were watching on TV, and there was nothing. Literally, the skies were a little bit blue. You know, you could see they showed the radar. Stuff was coming. Apparently, lightning hits within eight miles, and everybody shits themselves these days. I definitely I mean, do. It, 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 the game stopped with Nebraska. You know, it's tied one-to-one. Nebraska has the, the go-ahead run on first base. I don't think there was any uh, outs. Todd says, I don't know what I'm talking about. I believe that. But, okay, fine, Mr. Guy. <laughs> Am I the guy? No, Todd. <sighs> Aaron says if we win, we get the day off tomorrow, and Maryland has to beat us twice, which is nice. Right. That is a huge thing. Um, So, also, as as, so, Aaron is there in the press box. Todd is next to Aaron. And at one moment, Aaron said that uh, uh, he's catching up on Survivor instead of joining. Then Todd came in and says, No, damn it. I'm watching Greg now. You're watching the show, Todd. Okay. It's, it's, Three of us. You used to be on the Five Heart Show. We used to be buddies. I've met you in person. I've met your wife. We've broken bread and had a meal. And now you're going to lament the fact that you're watching me instead of crap-ass reality TV? There's a reason I sent the link to Aaron to join us and not to you, Todd. Okay? Wow. Wow. <sighs> okay, that's the... Baseball that's... sucks, dude. Can I just say that? <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, 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 you know, it's my mouth shut. I've been, like, it's... sitting here, but, like, they're literally the only thing more boring than baseball is talking about baseball. Holy fuck. Okay. 
Do you feel yeah, better now? Do you feel like you're warmed up now so we yeah, can get on to Baseball is it's barely a sport. I mean, it's only a sport because people because fat people agreed it's a sport. There I said it. Okay. Do you feel Are, better? I think I think you're making okay. direct comments about Babe Ruth, who is a little on the husky side. I mean, the shoe fits. Do I have who? Which one? Me? I almost Jason. didn't put pants on. But oh. I did in case I do this, but I also I... have these. Nice, okay. nice. Are they? Nice. Are they um, yeah. Sure. All right. Fred says, uh, <laughs> "Thank you, Tweety. Baseball bores me as much as details bored our former head coach. He was not very detail oriented." Dude, I'd rather watch a Scott Frost loss than a baseball win. That's, okay, we. I don't know if I go okay, that far. Okay, now we're just beating up baseball. <laughs> baseball as a whole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, we have a troll in the comments. Don't worry about that. Um. So, what are we going to talk about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, since the last time we got together, in fact, I'd have to verify the date. Uh, maybe even since the Monday night uh, therapy, uh, Nebraska, it, Nebraska picked up a quarterback commit. Might have happened Monday. Might have happened Sunday. It happened like the day after Ry- Ryola, basically. R- pretty much. Um, but uh, uh, Daniel Kalen from Bellevue West committed a three-star and... Here's what uh, 247 Sports had to say about him. Again, uh, pretty much composite uh, three-story. The number three quarterback in Nebraska, number 25 quarterback in the country for the class of 20. quarterback in Nebraska? I mean, that's what yeah. I said. Maybe third-best player. I don't know how they it's gotta do be third player best rating. Player. Yeah. Uh, third, third-best player, 25th-best uh, quarterback in, in the country. Um, He's net ranked in the top 500 of players, athletes. Well, so you're going to say that there's three quarterbacks in the top 25 quarterbacks in the country at Nebraska? No, no I, I'm thinking I'm thinking you're right, Tui. I think it's uh, maybe third best player in Nebraska, 25th best quarterback in the country. Right. I would say that that's got to be it. Gotcha. Uh, so uh, Alan Tro True said uh, on 24/7 Sports or. Yeah, yeah. Smart, accurate passer who had his first year as full-time starter as a junior and was very productive. Uh, took care of the ball with an over uh, five to one touchdown to inter- interception ratio. Shows the ability to anticipate and throw into windows and throw his receivers open. Uh, solid to good arm strength. Uh, very effective as an intermediate passer. Throws it well enough down the field to keep defenses honest, but would not be currently classified as elite in the velocity category. The same with his athleticism. He can move in the pocket, does a nice job of throwing on the move, even when it is back across his body. Can run when needed, but is not a true running threat. Overall, despite having only one full starting year, he shows a lot of polish. He's not elite from the measurables standpoint, but those are plenty good enough when his intangibles and feel for the game are added in. Potential early player for a college because he's refined, the kind of guy who can start multiple years in college, hang around on NFL rosters, and compares him to uh, Kirk Cousins. So that's pretty decent. uh, uh, Unless you hate Kirk Cousins. Well, 
Kirk Cousins is, you know, getting a steady paycheck in the NFL, isn't he? He is. I live around Vikings fans, okay? They're like $84 million for Kirk Cousins. Okay, I got a question about this guy. We have Jeff Sims that's supposed to be our starter this year, and he is a guy that we're looking at and we go, oh, well, he can run and he can throw, and that's what Matt Rule wants to do. He wants to have a mobile, like, uh, pass-throw running quarterback guy that can, uh, you know, run power QB plays or maybe run an option. And then we get this guy, and he's clearly not a – He's not a mobile quarterback. He's more of a pocket passer. So what are we going to do with an offense? Are we just going to go, hey, yeah, this. I mean, I think Rule's probably, I think at the end of the day, Rule probably wants a pocket passer, yeah? None of us know. That's the thing none of us know. We can speculate it about it What kind of quarterback did he have at Baylor and Temple and the Panthers? Did, well, did he have Robert? Gri- did he have Robert Griffin uh, the third, or was that uh, Art Bryles? I I think that was Bryles. Okay. Well, let's we'll look it up. And I forgot about that guy, so I'm glad you said that because I was about to say something stupid. Like, when has the when has Baylor ever had a running quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fred says uh, he he's the inverse. Uh, wow, already the inverse of the. Quote, your Martinez here quarterbacks we've had for years. Um, let's not forget that between Taylor and Adrian, we had Tommy Armstrong who, I mean, had had a good arm. I mean, there was a reason he was, you know, jokingly referred to as Tommy Armstrong. Um, but I think the one thing that has plagued Nebraska quarterbacks maybe since uh, Joe Gans is decision-making and and like trying to force a, a, a bad pass, uh, the the not-so-technical term used more than once has been arm punts <laughs> yeah. or YOLO bombs. Um, but, also, but also, I mean, when's the last time we had a good old line? 1996? Yeah, that's pretty close. I mean, 99? Oh, we've, we've had some decent offensive lines since then. I mean, like, not this bad. This is just complete, shit. Yeah, well, a complete O-line, though? Like, we've had good offensive line men, but if we had a complete O-line? Well, yeah, but if you have to go back for the 90s for everything, that's, like, unfair to everybody else that ever played football. Well, but that's – it's also facts, though. Facts are unfair sometimes. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I do know what you're saying. That's the problem with the American youth, John. <laughs> Here, here's the key. Here, he's like you. They don't want to accept that sometimes facts are painful. <sighs> All right. So okay. Uh, Here, here's the key with Kate. Here's the key with this uh, kid, is that uh, he is. I think one of listen. We all did this thing when Della Rayola was being recruited that his his uncle Dominant or Dingaming, whoever's the offensive line coach was here because, well, that was going to draw Dylan into the fold. Well, Dylan isn't drawn into the fold. One of the reasons for this kid being recruited in Nebraska, well, he wants to play in Nebraska, but he also has, I believe, two of the top receivers, two of the top players in Nebraska are receivers. Like, what are they, four or five-star receivers? And for him to come in as a quarterback, we have a, st- a better chance of getting those guys in as receivers too. Did you guys know that? I'm sorry, yes. I found out because I was reading Jason Gill's comments. <laughs> you got you got to not just focus. 
Jason Gill's comments are very uh, inside. Oh, okay. You don't have to worry about Jason Gill's comments. Okay. Um, He's also, Kalen uh, has also been invited to the uh, Elite 11 quarterback. You know, I mean, that's. So has every quarterback we've had. No, that's... I don't think so. That's that. You, not everybody gets invited to that. Johnny Stanton, uh, POB, the notorious POB. <laughs> um, uh, fucking. There's Was it uh, uh, tri- uh, Well, Harrison Tristan? Beck. Harrison Beck had to be invited to that. It, probably Tristan Gebbia, but Tristan also Gebbia. I the I want to say Torres or some shit like that. Wasn't he invited? Like Richard Torres. Yeah, Dick Torres. I do feel like of of the uh, dearly departed quarterbacks. I was I was most sad to see Torres go. But uh, as as far as talking about quarterbacks in recent memory that actually played on the field uh, in this comment that I've had highlighted for a little while. Uh, Terrell Farley's taint says that Ron Kellogg III made the best decisions. I don't know if any decision was better than that Hail Mary in the Northwestern game. It was a bad pass. But it was a a good outcome. Yeah, Western Camp made the better decision. He's the reason that he had to readjust. I mean... Okay. I don't know why I'm in such a downer mood tonight, guys. But you like, are, you am, are uh, the, the poo-poo party, man. Am, okay. Man. Devon Hall, Devon Hall, and Isaiah McMorris are two of the top four players in the state of Nebraska in the 2024 class, and they both catch balls from Danny Kalen at Bellevue West. So, you know, if you get the one guy, chances are you get the other two receivers from the state of Nebraska – and I, that's good. I mean, the kid wants to play at Nebraska. What quarterback was, for the twenty-four class? That's good. Wasn't Kalen part of that um, epic state championship game? <laughs> you need a guy that follows Nebraska State High School football for that. Well, I, I just remember that because correct. I, I can't remember the the kicker that we signed. Was that Bellevue West? Was that a teammate, or was that on the other team? Tristan Gavario or the fuck? Tristan Telvano. Yeah, I knew it was something Italian. (laughs) Tristan Abea Pizza. Tristan Spaghetti. I don't know. Something. Fucking. Ah, Mussolini. It's like those, uh. Oh, Westside. Ruler says Westside. Okay, thanks. I th- I he's I think he's a good pickup for the you know since we didn't get Dylan we got this guy that's good. I actually took away- really stoked about it. I think that it's I like cheering on Nebraskans. I like it. Do you? Yeah. So it's important to you that we get Nebraska players? No, absolutely not. It's important that we get the best players. But if a if a player that has potential happens to be a Nebraskan, I'm more for that. Like, if okay. you have two guys and they have the same resume and one of them is from Nebraska, I want that guy. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I could go with that. Yeah. But if he's shittier, no. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So l- let me ask you this because, you know, that we, we'll never know, right, how how his success would have translated at, at the Power 5 Division One college football level like Danny Woodhead. Tweety, what are your thoughts on Danny Woodhead as a as a college football player? 
Would he have been a good fit? Would he have... I, I think I, I already know the answer. I don't think he would have been as successful uh, at Nebraska as he was at Shadra State, but could he, he have helped? The Patriots. He's going to be successful wherever he goes. I think that that's one of the biggest, probably top three biggest shames on Nebraska football is that we didn't get him. Really? Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Um, <laughs> well, he at the at Shadron State, he won the Harlan Hill Trophy twice. And yeah, he did. He, that's the best player in Division what two? Or F, what yes, are they? It, yeah, it's it, it, Division Two's version of the Heisman. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you wouldn't have probably broke the NCAA rushing record. Yeah, but that I mean that doesn't you know, matter unless you go to Shadron State. Like, you have to, if you go to Shadron State, you have to have something like that to be seen and noticed by the NFL. If that makes right. sense. They're That's not, true. The NFL is not paying attention to Shadron State. Right. Yeah, no, you, you need you need something with a bigger spotlight. Uh, so, I'm not paying attention to Shadron State. Right. I was because I was, I was out there at the time. So, it, it, you know, it, it mattered to me. Uh, Darrell Farley State says Danny Wood had lucky he went to Shadron where his uncle was OC. I don't think that was the case. Uh, he would have never seen the field over Marlon Lucky, um, which may or may not. You know, again, I, I think, you know, eventually as, uh, as almost 40 years ago, uh, Randy Macho Man Savage said the cream rises to the top. Uh, but now Aaron has a good question, um, and, and I got to ask you this. Tweety, your top three shames. Mm. Um, let's see. N- N- Nebraska related. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not fucking that chick in college, my right? <laughs> <laughs> you know who won. Um, no, uh, gosh, that's such a great fucking question. Well, you oh, can save man. it for another show because it's a long off season. It's yeah, not that long. It's almost like, June, I John. Thought yeah. Into it. Because there's yeah. so many little things. Yeah. All right. We'll come uh, back. We'll table that. We'll put a pin in that till next week. Okay. We could put it. Yeah. We, plus, we can ask Chat GPT. <laughs> oh, here we go. This one might be easier. <laughs> uh, Terrell Farley State says one. He wants Tweety's top three personal shames. Oh God. Um, I don't think we can put that on YouTube. <laughs> Personal without, shame. Without violating something. Not doing Molly sooner is probably in the top three. <laughs> I didn't do Molly until I was 42. And okay. What a great drug. <laughs> That's what you came up for first? That's the first thing <laughs> yeah, you came number to one. Oh, my God. Um, number two, personal shames. How did we get there? <laughs> Sorry. How did you do this? Um, yeah, let me think about those two. I want to make sure I get those right. But definitely the definitely the Molly thing. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, we we got just a couple more uh, uh, Danny Woodhead comments, um, and again we bring it up because he was recruited by Nebraska, but to be like a walk on special teams, like kick return or something like that, he wanted to be running back. Uh, so R.I. Bell says Woodhead, fantastic. Uh, we did have uh, – I got to find it here. 
Fred says that uh, Woodhead was good, uh, but he was a Bears fan. If he landed there, not going to do well. The Pats were the best fit at that time. I don't. He was never recruited by Nebraska. No, he Frank Solich told him to fuck off. Maybe not so many terms. Right. Uh, R.I. Bell says that as far as the three shames, Woodhead, Noah Fant, and Joe Burrow. Ooh, Burrow's a good one. Nah, fuck but, but I'll say this, though. But Burrow would have got... Hawkeye, I don't have any sympathy for Hawkeyes. But Burrow would have been... He would have never had the career that he had because he would have never... I mean, he would have been running for his life the whole time. He didn't have an offensive line like he had at LSU to protect him. That's true. That's true. Now we I, have... I, I interviewed Danny Woodhead in 2006. Actually, he was the first person I ever interviewed for Coronation. Really? And I, yeah, I specifically asked him, so nobody at Nebraska ever tried to recruit you? And his answer was, no, not really. I think I, I got maybe one phone call. I guess they weren't interested. So, <laughs> James Marshall. The... I like how go ahead, John. you didn't know. Just, oh, sorry, go ahead. James Marshall's wrong. I'll I was just going to say, <laughs> James Marshall says the Frank Solich firing was number one. No, Irving Fryer uh, getting paid to drop that pass was number one. There you go. That never happened. Bullshit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Greatest receiver in the history of Nebraska football. Wasn't he, like, the number one draft pick, and he drops a wide-open pass for a touchdown? Bullshit. You got he... busted for, like, tax evasion in New Jersey, like, oh, in his later that. life. I mean, he's clearly a dipshit. <laughs> I mean, he can't be trusted with money, so fuck that guy. Matt Hansen uh, asks a very important question, and it's, it is timely because we just talked about Joe Burrow and, and how Joe Burrow wouldn't uh, have had the success that he experienced, would have been smoking a cigar in the locker room after winning a natty uh, at Nebraska, <gasps> though, God, we would have welcomed that. Remember when Nebraska had good offensive line play? And I remember this is, I don't know why. Maybe it's because like we remember people's faults, right? More than we remember a lifetime of good that excuse me that they do. But I remember more than anything, Jake Cotton slow motion uh falling backwards for a false start penalty. And I that sticks out to me. It, it, it's ingrained in my memory. I don't know how many years you have to go back for actual, solid, competent offensive line play. Probably at this point, it's twenty twenty three. Probably twenty two years. What year did? What year did Milt Tenenbaum retire? Oh, he he would have been what two thousand? Well, two thousand two. Well, did he? One of them, either him or Chuck Charlie McBride, stayed on. Right. Um, with, with Solich. With, with Callahan for a minute, didn't he? Did he? Or am I getting it mixed up? Maybe it was just Solich. Maybe I'm I think it was Solich. Up. But, you know, it's traditional that you keep somebody from the previous coaching staff, at least one. Well, Solich was the one. What about uh, Terrell Farley's Stain says that Incognito's line was decent. Too bad he wasn't. <laughs> Tweety. Well, he go. played a long he played a long time in the NFL. I mean, Cognito. 
I don't know. Haas would know the answer to when the last time we actually had a decent offensive line. I'll tell you say, what. I want to say in 2005, what, 2000, somewhere in there. Well, yeah. What year did Callahan win nine or ten games? That's probably the last time we had a good O-line. Yeah. Speaking of, I talked to Haas for about an hour uh, a couple yeah. of nights ago. Because I was going to see if he wanted to do a uh, a surprise spot on the show this week. We talked for an hour. We didn't want to talk about Nebraska football. So wow. He's uh he's doing all right. But um yeah, we, we miss Haas and, and we hope that uh, he comes back to us uh, here pretty quick. Got got him a, a nice job there in Omaha and uh and and we wish him well. James Marshall goes with the two thousand one offensive line. That was you know, that was decent. Yeah. Yeah, they really did really well against Miami that year. <clears throat> Well, Oof. nobody would. Nobody in the nation was going to beat Miami. Know. Nobody in the nation was going to compete with Miami that year. Yeah, no shit. They were J- something else. James Marshall also says that as far as uh, shames in Nebraska football history, not taking the national title tie with an extra point in '83. I respect that move, actually. Because you go two? for the, go for the win. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't he, when I interviewed him, and he's probably said it in a billion interviews, but I just know because he said it when I interviewed him. He said that um, that he couldn't, he could not, he had a vote, and he couldn't vote for his own team if they would have tied. Well, I'll, you know what? Yeah. If I know, say I if, if I say the name Eric Parsegan, what what comes to mind? Rudy. Okay. Uh, John, the the head injury is showing itself. I have no idea who that is. Okay, Arab Parsegian in nineteen sixty six purposely tied Notre Dame and I think it was Michigan State, and he lived with that for the rest of his life. He tied the game to get a national title, and he didn't try to win. They had the ball toward the the last possession of the game, and he honestly did not try to score at all. He just tried to run the clock out to preserve the tie, and that stayed with him forever. So. Obviously not with today's fans who don't know who the fuck era Parsegian was, but uh, oh, by the way, Fred knows. Fred knows. Michigan, Michigan State, State, 1967. Was it okay? That's Jack the Ripper. I what I say, Fred. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so you're you're getting too used to that guy. <laughs> I've had a lot, not not just Killians, but I've had a lot of different varieties tonight. All right. Okay. I, I don't I don't need you on my ass. Um. But then Fred says, because this is the one that I was going to highlight first, you don't go for that extra point. That's lame. Winner, go home. It was our identity. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was barely born, but that's fine. I didn't have an identity. I was we could have six national titles. We could have six. We could have had one in the 80s, Dan. Hey, if Tom Osborne would have stuck around, we could have had 10. Yeah. <laughs> He retired way too young because he made a promise to Solich. That's why I don't really feel so great about the whole we owe firing Solich. I mean, you know, I wouldn't uh, fired him, but I don't really feel bad about it either. Terrell Farley's taint says Tom definitely had the over in Nebraska money line in '83, which is why he's so anti-gambling. <laughs> that may be more conjecture than anything. Oh, you guys! He's right. The Jack the Ripper's correct. Jack the Ripper says, Tweety, you want to read this one? 
Rozier got sick and Fryer dropped the pass. Bookies ran the game covered up. I don't know about the Rozier part, but Fryer for sure. It's all a conspiracy, man. Oh, my God. We didn't land on the moon either, I suppose. No, we did land on the moon. There's pictures of that. Yeah. And you know what? We did it with the gosh darn imperial standard system. Not that metric bullcrap. I set my peloton to kilometers. Well, you're wrong. It's easier to <laughs> what, what? What's it feel like to be wrong? So much more sense, man. It no. It's factors. It's based off 10. 5,280 5, feet is fine. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Easier it makes perfect roll. sense to me. Rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. 5,280. Oh, my perfect. God. What's, or you, know, you could just say one mile. 100 meters would be a mile. Yeah, I, I know that also, yeah. A thousand is a good measurement. <laughs> is know? it though? It feels like an awful lot. Not as much as five thousand six hundred sixty-nine or whatever what you said. That is not what I said. How much Molly have you had tonight? <laughs> Zero. I've only done it once, and I will never do it again now because um, Schittler. That's funny. I should have named it that. Um, <laughs> uh. I won't take Molly ever again now because of the whole fentanyl thing, man. Yeah, that's that's a risky run when you uh, imbibe in uh, illegal, illicit drugs. I think we should just legalize it. <laughs> okay. Well, you're in you're in L.A. They're close to it, I'm sure. Jack the Ripper says nobody has ever been on the moon. I heartily disagree. It was a suicide mission. Could not be done. Much easier and safer to fake it like that. Gee. You know what? I gotta start you guys reading are comments. You guys are destroying all of all of my insides right now. I, I gotta start reading comments before I highlight comments. That's what I gotta do. I do, usually yes, it's just usually yes. I just gotta worry about Fred Sacco, but now I gotta worry about that Jack the Ripper's back. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, what's the next? What's the next? Sorry, topic? Fred, I couldn't what's help the it. Next topic, Greg. The next topic is the fact that hey, we didn't just get a commit from the 2024 class out of Nebraska. We got some much needed depth up front on the offensive line in a transfer portal acquisition. Offensive tackle Tyler, I'm gonna believe it's Knock. Knack. Okay, N sure. And K N A A K. Yeah, out of Utah. Doesn't he have like a twelve foot wingspan or some crazy shit? Yeah, he is. He's uh, he actually can grab birds as they're migrating. That's great. We need that. Eighty five inches or something. Dude, His my wingspan. favorite thing is watching O lines huddle reels. Yes. Because it's just like a fat guy getting in the way of another fat guy. It's like circle it, and then it's the guy going. And then we cut to the next play, and they circle it, and there's a fat guy going. It's I can never tell who's good. I'm just like, yeah, the, that fat guy didn't get past that fat guy. Good job. Well, he is six six. He's like six 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 seven and three hundred and five pounds already. So uh, he was a transfer, though, right? He's a transfer from Utah. He took his red shirt uh, last season, so he did not see the field for Utah. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's get to Aaron real quick, just to chime in from baseball, which I know Tweety hates, but that's okay. He's We have people in the comments who like baseball. Uh, Tarp is being removed from the field. Teams are heading out to warm up. That's our update for Nebraska baseball, Nebraska-Maryland in the Big Ten tournament. 
Base, uh, Jack, the baseball scores one to one in the John. You said eighth inning. I think it was the seventh. Seventh inning. Okay, and in case uh, Todd is here, it was lightning delay, not rain. I don't want to be wrong again. Here we go. Aaron's got it one to one in the seventh. Ten o'clock uh, resumption of play. Thank you, Aaron, for the updates from the press box of the Chuck, the Charles Schwab Stadium in Omaha. So we got an offensive tackle. He's an we offensive tackle. He's uh, he hasn't played really at the Division One level. He didn't get on the field for Utah last year. Uh, he's more. Of, he has four years of eligibility remaining, and I would. He was more of a project than. I don't think he's gonna. Uh, I don't think he's gonna play this year but you know i guess he could six 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 seven three hundred and five pounds i mean uh, my god <clears throat> if our tackles are horrible i guess we have another one yeah i'm surprised that more more offensive linemen don't die of heart attacks in college 305 pounds that's an yeah, insane but weight yeah but if you're but six if, yeah, if you're six it, seven yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's an insane weight, even if you're 6'7". Pat Jansen was 6'7", and he weighed like he weighed like a buck ten. <laughs> All right. I... <laughs> he, he'd probably have problems because his veins will be so thin. <laughs> yeah. I, need, I need some clarification on this one from Jack the Ripper. Jack, if I know you're with us in the comments, but you said that Believing in Nebraska football is like marrying a Kardashian. Now, Tweety, you live in L.A., or at least outside of L.A., so maybe you have a, a little better frame of reference for this. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't. I don't know either. My guess is it's not going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Says only suckers do it, Jack. The uh, well, you know, you would end up with probably a lot of money either way. Yeah, I'm gonna say I don't know. She'd be the sucker. If she married me. She'd be an idiot. Yeah, same here. Yeah. <laughs> John, she would be all over your silver fox mane right there. Exactly. Yeah. We have a few oh other God. questions. Should I get to them? Yeah. Yes. All right, so uh, Vince says, 98 days until the mighty Huskers get to partake in the harvesting of gopher pelts. That's not a question. What did I say? Did I say question or comment? You say question. It's a comment. It's a comment. My apologies. By the way, I, I may have a place for us to tailgate at the Minnesota game. Are you going to come to the Minnesota game, Ryan? Um, Maybe. Well, if we might have a place to tailgate before the game. Cool. I noticed how you said, are you going to come to the game, Minnesota game, Ryan? You didn't say, Greg, are you going to come to the Minnesota game? <laughs> like, I get it. You have three kids to raise. That's true. And I'm out of town yeah. For, yeah. for this week. so. Yeah, the chances of you I being I have able one to really raise. big kid to raise. Very big. 13 years old? No, he's six, seven months old and he weighs over 20 pounds. It's cuckoo bananas. That's insane. 
My two-year-old is a shade over, well, probably by now about 33, 34 pounds. And his twin brother, fraternal twin, is upwards of 26, 27. But they feel 15 pounds different. Like the, the, the chunkier one is a solid 30-something pounds. Like just, I mean, you pick him up and you just know, oh, you're picking up a load. The other one, I feel like I could juggle Matt. That's cool. Um, is there wasn't there a question about the over under for six and six? Yeah, I do actually have that. Um, let me get that right here. We both actually, John and I both uh, tagged that one. Matt Hansen, uh, one to know Nebraska football over under six wins next season. The over under six and a half. Um, uh, I'm taking the over. Of course. Yeah, that's that's a no brainer. What, what about you, Tweety? I'm over. John. Minnesota, Colorado, the two other softies, Iowa. All you need is two more wins. It's easy. Illinois Northwestern. There you go. Boom. Done. Okay, I'll go seven and five. Twelve and zero. Just stop okay. playing around. All right. The sooner you stop playing around and accept the twelve and zero, the happier you'll be. That will be maybe August. <laughs> As uh, the season gets close. Do we play okay. Michigan? We play Michigan. It's eleven and one. For whatever reason, uh, oh here we go. I, I misread. Fred says uh, that's because John doesn't give two fucks about you, Greg. Sorry, so sorry. Guy is a ma- megalomaniac. <laughs> John, I don't think he's wrong. I don't. <laughs> I, Thanks. I guess you don't care about me. No, I mean the megalomaniac part. I didn't even see your name in there. <laughs> he he's well. This is about because you invited you at least inquired about Tweety coming and not me. So uh, to the to Minnesota for the game. So you don't care. I uh, I you know I get these betting odds all the time and the the opening game for Minnesota. Minnesota is favored by seven and a half points. That line will change. Yeah, they'll be favored by eight by the time the game rolls around. I don't think and, you can be favored by eight. It has to be a. Uh, and a half, right? I don't know. I don't know betting very well. I just Fred, say things like that. Fred says that he's fallen back to the seven-win crowd with you, John, and God help us all. Yeah, when you and Fred are on the same page, that's not good. <laughs> Have you ever seen us together in the same room? No. Yeah. But that's because you've never been in the same room. Okay. Because you live in an internet space, John. You told me today you didn't leave the house because you were uh, stuck with with uh, a server with uh, one of your clients, and you it was it was bad times. I had to throw this ramshackle piece of nonsense together at five o'clock tonight so that people knew that we were still having the show, even though I'm out of town. You're like I've been stuck with server clients, and I couldn't do anything all day. I had to I had to talk to people. I had to deal with people, real human beings today. Yeah, you know I do that every day. And yeah, I still show you're up. you're not in IT. You're right. I'm in yep. customer relations, John. Right. Nobody would ever accuse me of that. <laughs> Nobody would ever <laughs> accuse you of caring either. Wow. <laughs> We're just <laughs> getting the shots in. Uh, I don't that that I didn't mean to hit that one, but that's okay. God dang it. Who's hi, John, are you pushing buttons? No. Okay. You were doing this. How many beers have you had? 
a lot. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tweety, this one's probably best uh, aimed your direction. Uh, Terrell Farley State wants to know what, what Pat Jansen's up to these days. Guy. No, that's not nice. You don't say that. <laughs> I, uh, think he, I think he's a newscaster in Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah, I think he – last I saw he was doing uh, uh, Nebraska State basketball. He had a sweet, like, retro throwback uh, blazer. Yeah, I saw a picture it. of that, yeah. So it looks like he's he, – He looks like the host of Price is Right, but in Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Price is Right was in Norfolk and you were making a lot less money than Bob Barker or Drew Carey. Yeah. Uh, all right, so as far as uh, predictions go, uh, although we do this every week, the numbers sometimes change. James Marshall, I think, has downgraded himself from before. James Yarsh, he used to be with me. He used to be 12-0 and regular season, but now he says 7-5 and with the bull win, 8-5 and with the bull loss uh, is a goal for the season. So either way, he has this uh, at five losses. I don't know, 7-5 with the bull win. You'd have to be... I feel like you're just making arbitrary numbers there because what why what's the why the bull loss there but the bull win in the other one? That's yeah, just, I don't know. That's just rando. Yeah, that's rando, dude. Uh, John Dre says that uh, John, we are real. But we know John. We know Don is a, a real person because he knows Todd from way back when. Uh, too many decades back to count. I know that you're real people. I'm thankful you guys show up for our shows every Monday and Thursday. Not me. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Just like baseball. Yep. My God, do you work in IT? What's that? No, no, he works in IT. I'm a video producer, bro. That's kind of like being in IT. Not at all. Yes, it is. No, it is. I have an actual talent. (laughs) Wow. Oh, man. I have an actual, you know, I don't just Google shit. I do for a living. Okay, do you have another topic, Greg? <laughs> I, I've got a couple real quick. Uh, back to uh, uh, Tyler Knock. Knack. Uh, James Marshall says six seven uh, is good, uh, or four six seven. That's a good weight for alignment, being right around that three hundred three hundred five. And then Ruler said this one way back at the beginning of the show. Is the Husker? I love it because we keep bringing this up. Uh, is the Husker football curse finally lifted after the release of the new Herbie and the coach Solich ceremony during the spring game? And I say it keeps coming up because I like to approach the Five Heart Podcast uh, the way Stan Lee, the great uh, late great Stan Lee, used to approach Marvel Comics, and that is every comic is somebody's first comic, and every Five Heart Podcast is somebody's first Five Heart Podcast. So sometimes we do have to rehash a little bit. Uh, so... For those of you who believe that there was a curse, I would say the curse has been lifted. Now, not everybody believes in curses. Solich said the curse had been lifted. So Yeah, so there you go. It's done. It's over. Whatever Frank Solich says is good enough for me. Yep. You know uh, what? I also, just because someone said something that isn't accurate, the ideal weight for someone that's six foot seven is one hundred and ninety-eight to two hundred and forty-two pounds. Oh, that. The, but not if you're an something. offensive lineman. Yeah, not if you're an offensive lineman. Right. That's what I'm saying. Wait, the what are you looking at? A doctor's chart. I'm surprised that more of them don't die young, like very young. A lot of weight, man. Your spine is not meant for that kind of weight. 
Well, I think that actually the statistics show they probably die 10 years before their counterparts. But they get a play I'm offensive line. 30, so. 40 years more. I'm surprised they don't die when they're 17. That's a lot of weight. I mean, seriously, 305 pounds? It's, yeah, that's a lot of stuff to carry. Mm-hmm. And I had one more here. Uh, <laughs> Fred says, uh, John and Tweety are like digital and analog fighting in real life. Who's digital? Me? I, yeah. <laughs> Probably. You wouldn't know what analog of it bit you in the ass. I know what analog is. Yeah, you don't. The shittier version you, of digital. You think you know. Um. Let me, I, I bet you, let me guess. I'm just going to start saying facts about John that I think are true, and you tell me if they're true. <laughs> oh, ooh, can I play? Like? I want to play. What? Oh, my God. John is afraid of AI. False. I'm not afraid of AI. Why would I be afraid of AI? Because you're old. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> is that what you're going on? You're afraid of, you're afraid of robots. <sighs> true. I still work in IT. I'm not afraid of robot. Most of the people I work with in IT would be like, is AI going to take over? Good. Let's embrace it. We'll be in charge with it. Huh. You know what? Fred Sacco's right. He's right. BMI doesn't matter. It's a it's a fallacy. But if you're 305 and fat, then it does matter. If you're 305 and shredded, if you're in Dominican Sioux, then yeah. But if you're... An offensive lineman. Yeah. You know, it's not healthy. What if you're uh, and I'm asking for a friend here? What if you're like a Husky 270, 275? Um, when you say Husky, what do you mean? I'm fucking fat. <laughs> 272 pounds? How tall are you, dude? Uh, between 6'2 and 6'3. Dude, if you don't do something about that soon, you're going to die young, man. You should do something about that. I know. I uh, I Steel Dragon uh, from that one movie said we all die young. I agree. We all do die young in the grand scheme of things, guys. You know what I mean? I know. Here, let me put it this way. I uh, so my my oldest, who's now done with first grade, which is kind of hard to believe, uh, joined the the scouts about a month back, and they had his first like Cub Scout camp out type of weekend thing last week, and I took him. And we did a hike through the woods and hills. And uh, I all I did was I texted my wife and I said, I need to lose weight. And her resp- she didn't respond. And by that, I mean, like, she didn't say, oh, no, honey, I think you're, you're fine. I mean, like, her, her <laughs> silence was yeah. deafening in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fred says, uh, uh I don't want to have a Jenny Craig intervention for you. <laughs> I don't know about you. Look, you cannot work a fork. I know that much. Um, but uh, I know that I could I could do more. So I could eat healthier, and I could implement some type of exercise regime. But uh, I also got bad joints already at 40. Probably being 270 doesn't help that. So. You want to know what I bet it is? I bet it's inflammation. I bet it's not actually... Bad joints. I mean, it's just inflammation from your diet. Uh, James Marshall, I'm 6'1", 260, and don't look fat, just thick and muscular. Shirtless pics, or I don't believe you. <laughs> shirtless pics, <laughs> shirtless pics, or I think you're fat. 
And you can email those picks to coronation at gmail.com. Oh, my God. Shirtless, I pantsless, uh, whatever you got. Mailing, <laughs> don't be don't be mailing pics of things to coronation at gmail. I'm just saying. Do That's the only them? way we're going to know. We're going to put them up. You don't have to. You can, like, block out your face or whatever, but we're going to put them up on uh, on the screen next week. So send them, send them to coronation at gmail.com. Uh, so the Tweety can pick apart your muscularity. Yeah, I'll let you know. Oh my God. But based off your profile picture, dude, I'm leaning towards a little bit chubby. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, thanks for joining us. I understand yeah, if you don't come exactly. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, God, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm an asshole. I don't know why. I wish I wasn't. Um, Jack the Ripper wants to know how much is uh, Jeff Sims being paid? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Is there a way? Is that public information? No. It's not? No. It should be, right? I mean, no. I, guess my, I guess my salary isn't, so. Right. It's a private contract. Yeah. And then. But, but you know what the answer to that question is? What? Twice as much as Casey Thompson. Boom. <laughs> Aaron, as he prepares for more baseball uh, at uh, Charles, Charles Schwab Stadium, says, uh, how has this gone from a conspiracy podcast to an intervention for Greg, a.k.a. me? Uh, this is because we, one of those things needs to happen, and the others may or may not have happened, and I don't care. But I definitely need help. Um, you need to look into the into the inflammation thing that the Tweety is talking about. I've had MRIs. I have uh, little to no cartilage uh, in my right knee. Oh, so I had. I thought I had really bad knees. Stopped eating sugar for a month, and both my knees healed. After after like going to doctors for two years. Is there sugar in beer? Yes. Well, count that out. <laughs> <laughs> I drink just so Fred can ask what I'm drinking every week. So <laughs> maybe that. So. so this is interesting. Maybe they should make all the NIL rates per player public, which I don't agree with until the university is the one paying the money. Mm. Then I think they should because if it is private, I don't want people to know how much I make because then right. I, can't pretend that I, I can pretend that I'm rich and that people know what I make. Well, I can tell you for a fact that the on three valuations that you see on their website for nil, they're they're way overblown. Yeah. Yeah. So But the Dylan Riola numbers are probably legit that you're hearing. Well, you know, he is the best recruit in the two thousand twenty four class, so he probably can command just about whatever he wants. I wonder how long that'll last. it probably what takes one, maybe two uh flameouts and then they don't do that anymore. You mean they I... don't do the nil thing? No, no, no. Like, they don't sp- overspend. Yeah, like $8 million for a quarterback seems kind of cuckoo bananas when you, he's never played a snap. You know, what was – I mean, like what's Kirk Cousins make a year? Eighty. He makes – he had an $84 million contract, so – Over how many years? I, I don't know, five. Okay. He's, his contract's up uh, this year, I think it is, Kirk Cousins. That's $16.8 million a year. So, who, so what? Who is the shittiest quarterback in the NFL on the shittiest team? Uh, who the Browns got? <laughs> Isn't it, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Bad well, example. He got, he got, yeah, bad example. Yeah, bullshit. 
Um, <laughs> you can't just react. You have to tell me to highlight I something. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Dylan refused NIL at least until he starts. Yeah, I heard that too. Uh, okay. I, the Dak, deal. What's Dak Prescott make? I'm on it. The nil thing. I mean, you get you don't look at this like uh, the guy's getting paid like an NFL player. You look at it like a guy is being paid to paint the Mona Lisa. All right. According to a, you're commissioning a piece of art. That's what you're doing with. That's like that's what every job is then. All right. So Prescott signed a four-year, hundred and sixty million dollar contract extension in 2021. Oh, that's too much. Yeah. yeah, the NFL quarterbacks are getting paid a lot. Like Dylan, I mean, Dylan, I keep wanting to say Dylan Rohde. If anybody knows who Dylan Rohde is, they would laugh at that because he's not a football player. Uh, <laughs> Dylan Riola, um, uh, Dylan Riola is making more than probably like grown 40 year old punters. Yeah. He's making more than grown 40 year old men because that's me. Off, <laughs> it's not it's not close you know what i'm saying like that's yeah bananas. he hasn't played a game yet and he's more valuable than reggie roby get out of here like what well, we talked about I, this a couple a couple of weeks ago it's 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 a big investment on an unknown commodity when you talk about these high school kids giving them this, this nil money it's the same as giving first round draft picks you know, number one overall draft pick, a, a monster contract. You don't know how their college success is going to translate to the next level. You don't know how high school success is going to translate to the next level. Now, Dylan Rayola, I think, is in a better spot than like even Trevor Lawrence was. And I'll say because he's going to a place where he doesn't have to start right away. He can learn, and he's going to an established competitor. Trevor Lawrence went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> You know, I mean, it, and and it's a team that was at the bottom, and they were built or are in the process of building around him, and they're having more success. Yes, but it's still a dangerous ask, I think, for for these top recruits or these top draft picks to just you know open up the checkbook and write blank checks because you just never know if it's going to be. You know, say, you know, let's say uh, uh, an Eli Manning who was, you know, a, a top draft pick, or if it's going to be, uh, 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 oh crap, drafted by the Seahawks in the '90s, and I can't remember his name for life of me now. Bo's uh, didn't make it. Ryan Leaf. Thank you, God. I don't know where I'd be without you sometimes, John. Yeah, I know. So. But I mean, I I do think there's comparisons, and it's like it's a big investment to make, to to, you know, to for on somebody who's never played it, who's never competed at that level, never competed at that speed, never competed at that, uh, at that level of competition. So, but they're never they're not investing in that. They they listen. This America, there's people out there that just they could shit eight million dollars and not even notice that they shat eight million dollars. They are investing in their ego with their alumni association and their alumni buddies and their alumni friends. That's what they're investing in. They don't give it. It's not like Dylan Rayola has to be a number one draft pick. It's look at how much money I can pay to look. I want a building named after me at Georgia kind of stuff. Yeah. That, I don't think that's going to, I think that that's going to, you know, stop, but they're not Why? giving the money to Georgia. They're giving the money to a kid. That doesn't matter. 
They're still the people around them. This is an rich ego people thing don't me. get rich. The guy that can shit out eight million dollars doesn't get rich by shitting out eight million dollars. He expects something. And even if you pay eight million dollars for a guy like Dylan Raiola, right? And Dylan Raiola wins, you can say like, okay, I paid for that, right? That's that's me. You guys, I'm the greatest, right? But if you do that and he fucking sucks. And then you got to come back, and the guy that, you know, uh, scouted him, and the guy that was like Dylan Rill is the next big thing. We got to pay him eight. We got to pay this guy eight million dollars. It's gonna be hard to trust that guy's evaluations. That guy's yeah. not gonna be eight million. He's just not gonna. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, but business. The, the people, who, the people who evaluated him, are are recruiting people. They're not people, the people you're paying. Were, this is not. It's not being paid. You're not paying a scout to. Evaluate. You don't think that Kirby Smart's team didn't do their own evaluation of? Well, yeah, they did, but they're probably looking at recruiting services too. I mean, if he was the number five recruit in the nation, would he get eight million dollars? Um, if he's the if if he's the number one quarterback, he might. I I guess um, what I'm saying is is they're investing in the team. They're not investing in a player, and I do think this will just continue because. I think the guys that are that have eight million dollars to just shit out their ass, uh, they already have their money. They they you know they could do that for ten years in a row and not miss it. Two things. You know, Where else would you just, get out of? They're just. <laughs> That's the first. Well, I've first that thing, one I've episode seen, of South I've Park. Seen, yeah, exactly. I've seen that South one episode Park of South Park. <laughs> but I, I just think that this will continue because you've seen. You've seen boosters be involved in college football for years and really just mash their influence, particularly in the SEC. And uh, I, I don't I don't think the nil thing will not – it won't go away. And um, I don't think it will get any lower. Lower. Lower? Lower. Well, I, I, lower. I mean, if that's lower. the case, it's going to ruin college football because the only teams that can – there's a handful of teams that can afford that. Nebraska is one of the yeah. only teams. Nebraska is one of the, the only teams that actually has a balanced budget. You know right. what I'm saying? And we can't yes. afford that. Like we can't right. afford to keep these big dogs. So well, the rich will get richer, and the poor will get poorer. If they, you'll there have are... to put some sort of salary cap on it, you'll have to, or else you'll end up with, you know, it's going to be the same four or five teams every year, and people. It's already the. It is already the same four or five teams every year. But at least it changes. Those four or five teams over time. Over time. If you <clears throat> if once you let NIL take over like that, they won't change anymore because the money will the money will always be in the same places. Yeah, it's going to be the USC. Alabama will not be a number one team anymore. They don't have the money. They don't have the NIL in place. Well, I you would already seeing that the haves and have nots are separated as the Big Ten and the SEC have massive contracts that are going to pay them way more millions of dollars than any of the other conferences. Mm-hmm. And we probably should cover that in one of our podcasts, but, you know. Well, it's not going to be tonight. You can follow the money, you can follow the Ws. I mean, it goes straight down the line. It does not. Bullshit. This Bullshit. is why. This is why on great podcasts, and I encourage you to go through their archives and, and check them out sometime. The Big Red Cobcast, uh, they had a, a, a one of the hosts uh, on, on that show, a uh, guy by the name of Ryan, used to uh, just 
rail on the fact that like the SEC was running rampant with bag men, and now it's just illegal. You know, but don't think that there aren't ways around that that are providing certain schools, certain programs advantages. Am I right, Tweety? hundred percent. Yeah. See? 100%. It, now bag men are legal, so it's just the rich get rich. Yeah. Do you think they still employ the bag guys? The bag men? Yeah. No, there's no need to. Well, those You don't have to keep them in jobs. the shadows anymore. They're not out of jobs. Those guys were just fucking, god damn it. Playing, they're <laughs> Playing golf is it? Are they? And he's golf? back. Is that is that what they're doing? Is playing golf? Yeah, probably now. Yeah. Terrell Farley State brings this point up, and I, I don't know if you all talked about it uh, Monday. Uh, turns out Big Ten's TV deal isn't that great, thanks a ton, Kevin Warren. What's John, I read something about it, but I don't get it. I don't understand what happened. John, fill us in on what you know about that. Well, apparently Kevin Warren promised, I think it's the 2026 or 2027 Big Ten title game to NBC, and he didn't have the rights to do that. So the Big Ten has to pay Fox a lot of money because they were going to show the Big why Ten doesn't, title game. Why doesn't um, uh, Kevin Warren have to pay some money? Because nobody ever goes after those people. I, 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 listen, if you looked at the Pac-12 right now, right, they're in very big trouble because they don't have a TV deal and nobody wants to pay them. Right? Who? So those schools, the Pac-12, nobody wants to pay the Pac-12. And USC and UCLA are leaving for massive amounts of money in the Big Ten. And right now the Pac-12 has practically nothing. Their league commissioner, Larry Scott, fucked them so hard. And the money, he stole more money from them than Scott Frost stole from Nebraska. Is anybody going to go after Larry Scott for that money? Probably not. You would think that somebody would be able to file like a negligence or gross negligence lawsuit against him and honestly recover their assets. But they don't do that. Why don't they do that? Because when you get as old as me, what you have is a bunch of old men running stuff that cover each other's asses. And they that's that's what they do. Whose ass are they you go- covering? Well, I don't have any ass. I'm covering your ass. That's it's kind of like that. What? Uh, what is that? A Shania Twain uh, song? Whose Whose bed? Or have your boots been under? Like whose ass has John been covering? Oh my God! You're welcome. I made that one up on the spot. Good. Very good. Good job, <laughs> John. You but, can never mind. But uh, you know, I mean, you have situations like this. Like Kevin Warren did this. And he's probably going to cost the Big Ten, you know, sixty to eighty million dollars. I mean, a billion—the Big Ten contracts a billion-dollar contract over the course of its term, so it's not like a complete disaster, but it's still pretty dumb by a guy who should have known better. Uh, Terrell Farley's taint asked if I could get the computer to cooperate. Is Kevin Warren the worst Power Five commissioner ever? No. No, it's Larry, Larry Scott. Oh, that's funny because I was like, no, it's uh, I straight went to uh, uh, God damn it, who was the AD before Trev Alberts? Icorse. I was like Icorse, but he was Bill man. Moose. No, not Bill Moose. Icorse is who I was thinking of, but he was pretty shitty. But he wasn't a commissioner. No. Uh, we got a couple other ones here. Um, 
Joel Tilson, good to have you here with us tonight, uh, Joel. Uh, rumors are talking about California, Stanford, Washington, and Oregon all being added to the big at this point, 28. Uh, thoughts, I suppose. I could see all of them at Cal. Oregon's, no. got, Oregon's got the money because of Phil Knight. Stanford, Stanford's got the pre- prestige. No, no. Yeah, Stanford's got the... The smarts. They'll make they'll make the Big Ten the sm- smarter, and then Washington. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Nobody, nobody gives a fuck about California or Stanford. Uh, I think from a, I think from an an education. Remember, this is a, these are universities, John. Yeah, John. Uh, yeah. They're, just they're students before they're student athletes, John. Come on, everybody. Yeah, knows but not, that. not not anymore. They're not, students, John. Not anymore. They're not now. They are professional football players. They just don't play in the NFL. California and Stanford are not going to add any eyeballs, and that's what the TV people want. And nobody gives a fuck about their academics. Maybe four um, guys. There's four people at each one of the Big Ten universities will go. Burr, 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 we have. A I good just think team. it'll be funny when Stanford comes in and Michigan can't pretend like they're an Ivy League school anymore. <laughs> Washington and Oregon, maybe. I, you know what? I think these conversations are happening just because it's May, and you know, it, there's nothing else to do but go. Oh, there's going to be realignment. There's definitely going to be a realignment. Right now? No, right not now. right this second. I don't know how to make my screen stop from turning off. <laughs> I don't either. Touch your mouse? I do, but I forget. <laughs> Touch, never mind. Touch your uh, mouse more often. That's personal, John. Don't ever tell a man to touch another man's mouse. Or to Anyway, um... All right, so it's getting late. I'm I'm in Eastern time zone, so it's getting later for me than usual. We're gonna leave this one. Uh, let let Fred close us out. And Fred says John would be a great bag man. Runzas, copy corn shirts, and disdain for all. I don't disdain everybody. You disdain a lot of people. No, I'm a good guy. Well. <laughs> I'm not debating that. I'm I'm just saying you have a great amount of disdain. <laughs> and Blaine says on a political note, uh, hypothetically speaking, if the government defaults, how much money would the United Nations not be receiving? I don't That's... think he means the United Nations. <laughs> uh, zero. They would be. Joke. Not receiving zero. We're headed the, in the direction of a Super Big Ten. We're really heading in the direction of two mega conferences. Can we just and, rename it then? Does it have to be the Big Ten when there's like 24 schools in it? Yes. For branding purposes? Yeah. Also, yeah. Come on, Tweety. You're, you're young and hip enough to know about branding. And, and, I mean, and, I work in the marketing department of a major corporation. Yeah, yeah. you do. You, you know what branding is. I do, but I just hate. But we wouldn't do this. My company wouldn't do this. Um, yes, they would. No, they so wouldn't. They would keep. They wouldn't, they, they wouldn't call ourselves the top ten tech company if there we weren't. It's not a number. It's a name. Big Ten. We'll take the space out. <laughs> I I got. Josh says, "Yeah, rename it 
call the Big Ten the Union and the SEC the uh, never mind he says <laughs> I see what you're doing you're going very historical uh, with your joke there Josh and I appreciate it Blaine says you're t- oh, I don't think I highlighted the right one uh, ah, sorry I'm it look the damn thing keeps moving it's not my fault no okay. that's what that was already said uh here we go Blaine Cole says, you're telling me the University of Nebraska-Lincoln receives no money from the federal government? Not if I don't know what those... Shut the fuck up, we won't. <laughs> what? Fucking rickets. <laughs> I don't know. I You know, we can look it up, but uh, I, the UNL Athletic Department doesn't receive any money from the federal government. No, it's self-sufficient. Because we have... A 390-some-odd consecutive football sellout streak. The most legitimate streak in the whole wide world. It's good enough for me. Yeah. What, what are you going to destroy that, too? I, the, the tickets are sold. It's a sellout. I'm you can't, going you to can't, you can't force you know people what? to come out. The earth is flat. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you know what? That is nonsense. All right, that is pure nonsense. If it was flat, then you'd be able to stand on your front porch and see the Eiffel Tower. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. That's on the other side of the earth. It doesn't matter. If it's flat, you could see it. Right? No, there's things in the way. Well, you, you You already disproved your own theory by saying it's on the other side. It's over. You can't. Here's John in Shaska, Minnesota, and all the way over here on the other side of the globe is Paris, France. So, no, you can't see it. See, it's it's here's John, and <laughs> here's Paris, France. That's not how that works. That's not how that works oh My God, we have descended into hell here. <laughs> I think we need to call it a night. I'm getting sleepy. Brian? What? <laughs> Do you have any conspiracies you want to throw out there? I mean, you already uh, said that man didn't land on the moon. No, man landed on the moon for sure. Oh, you, you said that. Okay. Irving Fryer is mine. That's mine. Yeah, number one. Okay. Hell of a conspiracy. John? Okay. What? I, I just, I, you've already said that the earth is flat, and we all know you're wrong because that's crazy. Look at the people who say that the earth is flat. There's not a, yeah. There's not two brain cells to rub together between the, the lot of them. They're my people. Don't make fun of my people. John, get a haircut. Oh my God, you we, really, we really are. Okay, I am putting in the the Google Keep where you know where we're supposed to actually keep notes. Are you going to do production com- commentary right now on the show Three live? Shames of oh, okay. Nebraska is going to be a future topic. You know the Five Heart Podcast. In a. Uh, in a previous iteration of the Five Heart Show in, in the offseason, Haas Reuter and I did a top five uh, like Nebraska athletic moments. I'd have to uh, I want to find that one in the archives. I want to see if it's changed any in in the last few years. Well, this uh, is a problem. This is a problem with sucking. Is that you can't really add any? This is the best player ever to any. You know what I mean? It's been years now since you could be able to say. Oh, you're the best players ever, and then add somebody from the last five years because there aren't any. Who's on your Mount Rushmore court running backs? People from 30 fucking years ago. That's it. There's nobody new. We need to get, We need to start winning. 
I'm pretty sure that on most and look, right or wrong, and I'm not trying to start a debate now, but it's something to think about in the coming weeks. I think there's some recency bias, and so I think a lot of people would have uh, um, uh, 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 Abdullah and Rex Burkhead yeah. on their top five. Okay, that would be that would be foolish. Yeah. All right, maybe we've got a little uh, discussion, a little debate to go here. All right, I'm excited. I don't know what that was. I apologize, God. I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right, I think that'll do it. Uh, we appreciate all of you uh, who joined us live, those who are here sincerely because you uh, love our beloved corn huskers, and those of you who are jackasses I work with who I made the mistake of telling where they can find tonight's show, and uh, they decided to chime in. You know who you are. I'm not going to bring any further attention to you. Um, but uh, uh, for John Dam Johnston, our founder, our fearless leader, for Ryan Tweedy, who makes our show better just by his presence, I'm Greg Mahachko. This is the Five Heart Podcast, where we remind you each and every week that Five Heart is all the heart you need. John? Go Big Red. I was looking at the wrong side. Tweedy? Uh, also, Go Big Red. <laughs> That's that's ideal. That's an ideal way to also also go big red for me too. Good night everybody. Good night.